This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is January 12th, 2022. One of the things that's really difficult to do in our business is to figure out exactly how many SVOD subscribers a particular service has. There's only a very few services that actually give us concrete numbers in the US. And uh, that's, uh, well, actually, I can only think really of Hulu, who actually gives concrete numbers in the US. Um, even Netflix is a little bit difficult because it doesn't give, give the US alone. It gives United States and Canada together. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to try and give you an idea, a good estimate of what the top services, how many subscribers the top services all have. And the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to use some new data from DEG and Smith Geiger. And they just released a survey of 15 of just over 1500 US adults between 18 and 65 that use streaming that use streaming media. And uh, they they actually provided some very interesting data which we're going to profile, but I'm going to use that data and Hulu and Netflix subscriber numbers to give you an estimate of what the top services are actually doing, how many subscribers they had at least as of Q3 2021. So first, let's review the DG and Smith Geiger data because it's pretty interesting. Uh, the first thing that was that they asked this group of 1,500 US adults uh, that use streaming media, they asked them which services they use and which services they're aware of. And I think one of the really surprising results from this survey is that streaming media adults in the US pretty much know all the top services. If you look down the line, Netflix, Amazon Video, Hulu, HBO Max, Disney, even stars, all of the awareness is well above 90%. And it, for the top five, it's 96, 97, 98, or even 99% in the case of Netflix. So awareness of these services is really high. And even awareness of smaller services like BT Plus and AMC Eight out of ten streaming media customers, streaming media adults in the U.S. know about these services. Uh, incidentally, awareness of top advertising-supported services is also pretty high. Uh, Tubi and Pluto TV, about eight in ten U.S. adults know about those services, and even IMDb TV, <laughs> the horribly named IMDb TV, which will get renamed sometime this year. Uh, 74% of streamers know about that service too. Uh, but uh, the data that's really important to us if we, uh, because we want to use it to estimate the number of actual subscriptions to top, to, to top SVOD services is the number that say that they use. And again, usage pretty high for many of the top services among, um, uh, at least according to, the DG and Smith Geiger data. So, for example, 80% of 
these US adults that stream media, 80% are using, say they use Netflix, 67% say they use Amazon Prime Video, um, 59% say they use Hulu, even smaller services like uh, Stars and Redbox are being used by about 20%, and I mentioned BT Plus and AMC Plus, uh, these are pretty small services, but 13% of people say, streaming uh, people say that they're actually using these services. And by the way, I'm going to publish diagrams with all of this data at my website. So just uh, come to the End Screen Media website and you'll be able to find great images in the post with this uh, podcast. Um, so, so that's the data we're going to use to estimate the number of subscribers. And here's how I went about doing that to get this estimate. So we actually do know how many Hulu subscribers there were in Q3 of 2021 because Disney actually released that number. And the number actually was... 43 million, 42.8 million actually was the number that Disney released. And and that is including Hulu Live and um, Hulu uh, SVOD service. So we know that number. The other thing we've got a pretty darn good idea of is the Netflix number. Uh, Netflix actually in Q3, at the end of Q3, said it had 74 million uh, USA and Canada subscribers. And around about 10%, maybe 11% of those are actually in the Canadian market. And uh, the way I got to that 11% was I actually used some e-marketer data on the Canada market, which gave penetration and the number of Netflix users to sort of calculate out a rough approximation of how many households actually subscribed to Netflix in the Canada market. So anyway, uh, when you crank all of that in, what you find is my estimate of the number of US subscriptions to Netflix is about 66 million. So those are two pretty hard numbers that we can use to estimate all of the others from the percentages of people that say they use that service in the US market. Okay, so what do we find? Well, the first thing that we find, I reckon that about 33 million households are actually subscribed to HBO Max as opposed to HBO through a traditional pay TV system or through one of the new virtual MVPDs. That is the number that HBO usually releases the total number of subscriptions, not the specific subscriptions to HBO Max. Um, so that's that's our first number. The second number is Disney Plus. Now, Disney does release a global number, but doesn't release a US number. Now, by using this method, I reckon that Disney Plus is about fourth in the US by subscribers, just a tad behind Hulu, about 42 million by my calculation. So, for the sake of for the sake of this discussion, they're pretty much the same. There are the same number of subscribers to Disney Plus as there are to Hulu in the U.S. 
Now, when we look at smaller services like Showtime and Stars, they those two, well, what DEG and Smith Geiger say is about about twenty one percent and twenty percent are using Showtime and Stars. That's that's what they say. And when you crank that number through, what you find is that gives you about six, 15 or 16 million subscriptions have been sold in the US. Uh, smaller services like Redbox, 19% say they use that. That should translate to something like 15 million subscribers. Even smaller services like BET Plus and AMC, that 13% of people say they use that translates to about 10 million subscribers. Uh, now, I'm, I'm personally very disappointed that DG didn't ask about Paramount Plus, what used to be CBS, um, CBS All Access. But, you know, I think we can come up with an approximation to that because CBS, Viacom CBS, does give numbers as to the total number of subscribers to Showtime and Paramount Plus. So if we look at that number, we can get to an estimate for Paramount Plus as well. So the last time Viacom CBS said how many subscribers there were to Showtime and to Paramount Plus, they said about 47 million. So my estimates put Showtime at about 16 million. So what that means is that Paramount Plus has about 31 million. But that's a global number. And the last in the last earnings review, uh, Viacom CBS said that they'd added 4.3 million global subscribers. So that means that in the US, uh, it's probably around 25 million, maybe 26 million subscribers, uh, something something like that, which would make it something like the fifth most used SVOD service in the US, in at least in Q3 2021. Now, I want to give a caveat here. I would say that my estimates were sort of plus or minus 5%. So there's like a 10% error bar sitting there on these numbers. So, uh, for example, I said that Disney Plus is 42 million um, I think that Disney Plus could be as many as 44.5 million in the US or as low as 39.2 million in the US. It's somewhere in that range and the midpoint of that range is about 42. So for all of the estimates that I've given you for the SVOD services, excepting Hulu and Netflix, because those numbers are calculated, well, those numbers are known, at least close to known for in Netflix cases. Those are pretty accurate, but all of the rest are estimates. So please don't take these to the bank, but I think they, were, they should be pretty close to what the actual numbers are. Now, one of the things you'll notice in the discussion is I did not mention Amazon Prime Video, even though DEG did give a, uh, an estimate of the number of people that said that they were actually using the service. They said that 67% of streaming uh, streaming adults were using Amazon Prime Video. Well, the reason I'm not including Amazon Prime Video here is because almost all people do not subscribe specifically to Amazon Prime Video. 
they actually subscribe to Prime from Amazon and get Prime Video as a free benefit of that membership. My analysis is based on paying subscribers to Netflix and Hulu. So clearly that doesn't work for Amazon Prime Video. Uh, so we can't really take it to the bank. I will say that the, if you do do the calculation making that assumption, you get about 52 million, about 50 million people. But as I say, that's not really not valid here. Now, the other thing I do want to mention before I go here is the numbers of people that the Smith-Geiger and DEG numbers say are using the AVOD services, the advertising and far advertising supported and fast services. Actually, it's pretty remarkable. 30% of people, about uh, three in 10 people, say that they are using Tubi and Pluto TV, uh, which is uh, pretty remarkable, I think, bearing in mind uh, how quickly the consumers seem to be jumping on board with AVOD video and uh, um, IMDb TV from Amazon, only about uh, one in five or two in 10, if you like, staying on the same basis of folks say that they're using it. But but this really does represent absolutely remarkable growth for AVOD and FAST services in, in the last couple of years. Um, penetrations were much, much lower two years ago for these, uh, these services. So there you have it. Um, by my calculations, Netflix, of course, is still the number one service in the U.S. Um, you could argue that Amazon Prime Video was number two, although, as I say, I'm really uncomfortable with estimating Amazon Prime Video on the basis that I did today. Hulu is almost certainly second, although it could actually be that its sibling service, Disney+, Plus is actually um, currently has, or at least in Q3 2021, had more subscribers than Hulu did. Um, HBO Max in a very solid fourth position, although I would say Paramount Plus is probably nipping at its heels. Uh, once again, you can come to the Endscreen Media website and there will be a couple of graphs there that I think you'll want to take a look at because they really show the data that I've discussed in this podcast. And while you're there, why don't you sign up for the End Screen Media newsletter? I am publishing pretty much every day something analyzing what the events that are going on in our market and new data that comes out, like this data from DG and Smith Geiger. So I think you'll get a lot out of it and you can get that on a daily or weekly basis. And of course, it's free, like everything from the Endscreen Media website. And the other thing that you can do for me is why don't you give me, uh, why don't you drop me an email? You can reach me at colin at endscreenmedia.com. Uh, let me know if you want me to do more analysis like this in, in the podcast format. Or if you don't want me to do more analysis, you'd rather I did something else. And if you've got a particular interest, uh, let me know. Um, as you know, I usually do uh, uh, several interviews uh, in, in each year uh, that I put out through the podcast. If you'd rather I do more interviews, why don't you let me know that as well? Okay, this has been Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media. And I will talk to you again next time.